about that action. I am your host, Will, where I interview people from all across the, the world who take a change and understand that it doesn't take just reading or just writing books and understand that change only comes with taking action. And it's because of that action. I'm here with my new guest, Chink the Chimp. Appreciate it, good man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. So, um, you asked me to, I want to do the interview. I hit you up. You asked me to come here into Soundgate Studio, right? So, can you talk to me about the significance? Why you chose this? Why you chose to do it right here? And what's the significance of getting it done right here? Um, I chose Soundgate because, like, you know, it's like home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm, I know I'm comfortable here, so I know you could be comfortable here. Right. Right. And um, it's also a studio I record in. Um, so it's just also to show love to the home studio as well. Right, right. Um, just so the people can know, I, I want to know, want them to know, what's your name and how do you get how do you get your name? Um, my name is Chink the Champ. Chink came from a girl. She actually just started calling me Chink. Mm -hmm. She was calling me Chinky. I'm like, nah, take that wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Start calling me Chink. That was when I was young, about like 14 or something like that. Okay. And um, the champ came from when I was incarcerated. We had this little football league. We won a championship. Mm -hmm. So I'm just being cocky. You know what I'm saying? Right, Walking right, around right. the compound like, yeah, y'all call me the champ. Matter of fact, call me Chink the champ. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, I want, I, want, I want to jump into a little bit of music real quick. I was first, now I, I was first introduced to you from where we work at. And I mean, we, we, right. we kind of passed each other, talked a few words and stuff, but I started, I got introduced to your music from a track and I, you know, um, I, I don't know the name of the title, but it's Dead President track. Right. T talk about that, man. Talk about, I, I feel like he was kind of even paying homage to, to Jay. And um, when I heard the track, it didn't, it didn't sound like anything that was going on at this particular time, like the music that was going was going on right now, it didn't it didn't sound like that. Right. Talk talk about that track and talk about if you were paying homage to Jay and it, and it's the significance of that. Um, Jay Z, that's he like one of my favorite rappers. Right. Probably like he probably is my favorite rapper. Um, and I like that song, The Dead Present. I like the song and like the beat, but I was just in here just playing around one day and like. Man, fuck, I'm bored. I got. Right. I really was just bored. Needed something to do, so right. I just recorded that. Um, it was a freestyle off the top of the head. You know what I'm saying? It just now, it, it, went it, how it went. It felt. It felt good. It. It do. It, it felt. If to me, from back home, it felt. It felt like a, a New York vibe. I don't mm -hmm. know if you was re, you was kind of going for that, nah. but um. <laughs> 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 well, to me, it, it felt like that because, do. So you say you wasn't trying to, it was no New York vibe, cool. But you know how New York always talking about lyrics. Lyrics, lyrics mm -hmm. does matter, right? Mm -hmm. Does that still matter? And how for you? To me, it still matters. Because mm -hmm. um, that's the type of music I like to listen to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like to hear some, some bars. I want to hear somebody say some slick shit. Right. And me personally, I try to say slick shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah, punchlines and shit like that. And 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 I listen to the young boys' music today, but if it don't if it don't have meaning, like I, for me, I can't. Like I I like the slick bars, I like the the punchline, I like listening to the J or um, Jada Kiss or the Lloyd the Lloyd Banks. That for me, 
I'm I'm 36 years old. For me, lyrics totally matter. And I could get with the the new the new age and new stuff that's going on. Yeah. But if if it's not if you don't have you're not saying anything, that shit is only for the club for me. Yes. Now it's like everybody is it's just like making music off their feelings. And sometimes, you know, like I understand, like just from making music, being an artist, I understand that sometimes being just relatable is better than saying a whole bunch of words, though. Right. No, no. Sometimes. I agree. Um, I agree. So I think, like the 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 listener, the fans, it, it's just all. I think music is also just based off of opinion. You know what Pain? I'm saying? Opinion. Opinion. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I can say Lil Wayne a better rival, and you can say Jada Kiss a better rival. And, and 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 the region. Yeah, and then and then the region also plays plays okay. a a big a big part of that. You know what I'm saying? Because like most people, I think most people that live like below like Merlin, right? More so gonna gravitate to that South region. That, okay, you know no, what I'm saying? Majority I from what I, I see, mm-hmm. and I think people like I said like Delaware and up, mm-hmm. they going to. The east, over they there, going over, that East Coast New York vibe, type of stuff. New York vibe, Philly vibe. You know what I'm saying? But I would also say internet, internet made a bigger internet. I'm making a person that from Cali sound like you're from New York. Facts. And and vice versa. Like I hear people from New York that sound like they from down the south. Facts. So that that makes a, a big difference. Talk about um who you who you listen to right now and and their influence on I guess maybe you and also your music. Um, I don't think I listen. To, I don't think nobody I listen to actually influence my music. But who I'm listening to right now, Lil Baby, Meek Mill, my shit, of course. Um, Jay Z, but he ain't really like dropping shit right now. Nah, he ain't dropping. His shit, shit's always classic. His shit always relevant. You though. could 100%. 100%. Um, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, I listen to I I don't really listen to too much. And we and we had I had our same conversation with a lot of people like from DC and like we were just speaking before. A lot of, it's just localized. I know it's the go go. A lot of y'all listen to is um neighborhood neighborhood people that's in your neighborhood or just a lot of go go and stuff like that. Um, I guess you could say that, right? But people here like people love music. From people up in the head. That's right. not from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. For real. Um, but my I, understanding is it that y'all kind of been, I guess, closed in. I swear, I swear, everybody I speak to from DC didn't really say they ain't, wasn't introduced to to outside music until like a few years ago. Nah, man, nah. They they here, they here, Jay Z. Dudes here, they're just here like Jada. They hear those things. But. Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't say that because like my old heads, like some of their favorite rappers is Scarface. I I, I, I took the words out of my mouth, bro. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, Go Go was the thing here. Like that's we just started like becoming a rap city, right? A city that you know what I'm saying. We didn't like, from what I know, like it wasn't no. Big name artists from here back in the day. Okay. When okay. Jay Z was starting to come up, it wasn't no big name artists here. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. It was that always Go Go. We had our own culture here. Like, right. Go Go was a thing. People having a show, they got Go Go bands that sold out fucking uh, Capital One. I mean, not Capital One. What's that? Uh, where the Bullets used to play at? 
the Capital Center. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was just a culture thing here. And now, in my generation, music has, rap music has, like, taken yeah, over. Yeah, taken over. When I was 16. Every genre. When I was 16, 15, we wanted to have go-go bands. Okay. And now, in these 15, 16, 18, 17 year olds, they want to have record labels. Okay. So, that's what's changed. But we always been like, you know, we've been fans of music here, Biggie, okay. Pop. Okay. <laughs> um, who would you say that's kind of taking over, that's taking a DC on their back right now? Right now? Shit. Uh, shit, there's a lot of artists out here right now, bro. Who, like, who, 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 who you think got it? Like, can say, like, yo, he, he represents DC, DC the most. I can't really say, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody pretty much repped here. Um, we got like, I think within like the last two years, but probably like been 15 to 16 mm -hmm. artists been signed from here. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 3 old Black, Cuter Food. Uh, oh, I, I didn't hear from DC? Who? Uh, 3 old Black from DC, Cuter Food. Cuter Food is from uh, PG. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. That, but it's like, you know, PG County, DC, that's yeah, your right. Yeah, claim logic. <laughs> Logic from Montgomery County. I don't, don't count. <laughs> I ain't, I mean, he from here. <laughs> Salute to him. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing. Um, I was, you know, for to doing this interview, I do a lot of research and stuff like that. I I watch one of your interviews where you was talking about um com being competitive. Mm -hmm. I was just re just recently reading the book Fifty Fifty Drink Hustle Hard Hustle Smarter, and he 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 mentioned. Competitive being being a necessary part to success and to making it. Can you can you talk on that? Yeah, I'm very competitive, bro. Right. Like we could be playing cards, we playing spades. I don't, if you're on my team, bro, I hope you're competitive because I'm gonna be mad if we lose. Like right. for real, like and everything I do. I was having a conversation with my man about this shit the other day. Like. Mm -hmm. If you're not a sore loser, I don't want you on my team. Right. Oh, you want somebody to, yeah, to, to like, some emotion. Yeah. It's that, because that showed me, like, like we care, I care about winning, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it means something to me to win. Mm -hmm. And whatever I'm doing. So, if I, if my, I need my teammate to be the same way. Mm -hmm. I need my teams to be the same way. Everybody mm -hmm. to be competitive, because that's mm -hmm. just me and nature. Everything I do, I want to win, bro. Nah, nah. nah I'm hip. It's the only, only way to go. Losing, like. Even though you learn from a loss, mm -hmm. of course, right? right? You should. It's a lesson to every loss. But if you're not mad that you just lost, then you don't, you don't, you ain't, you ain't care for real, right? You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Right, right. No, I agree. Um, with with all the stuff going on, just it always, it's always it always seems like hip hop is just you get they competitive, but it's always feel like. Is there, there? There's no real like love, no com camaraderie, mm -hmm. right? Um, I've seen you just from the, the Facebook or I mean Instagram, how you show love to the you know even the artist I, I did last week, Punchy and his crew. Why? Why do you think that showing love and and showing that camaraderie amongst people from your city or outside the city is is so relevant and so important? Um, it's strength in numbers, bro. Mm -hmm. For real, it was really strengthening numbers. The more people doing something on one accord, the bigger the movement become. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you look at like how Atlanta moving. 
Right. They win it because they fuck with each other. Right. It's no other. It's if it was just Young Thug working with strictly just Young Thug and his man. Young Thug. I'm not gonna say he wouldn't be as big as he was, but he wouldn't have been putting on as many people. Like it's about right. helping the next motherfucker, bro. Like you can't be selfish and thinking like, oh damn, I came up, I did it by myself, so you gotta do it by yourself. Like that's some selfish shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, and nah. I can. I'm 100%. up. Now I can shine a light on my man. Right. He can shine a light on his man. He can shine a light on his man. So I could throw a oop that can feed 20 families. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, Just right. over me fucking with somebody because it's a business. Right. A business, you right. want to make money. Mm-hmm. The more people that we could touch, the more money we could potentially make. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we fuck with each other. That is show. Other cities that like, damn, we could go there because them niggas ain't gonna be on no bullshit. They gonna bullshit. be on business, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying, right. Um, what, what, what do you consider 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 a wasted life? A wait, what I consider a wasted life? It's wasted. When you don't, when you don't live up to your potential, right? Because you got people that's out here that could be like the best of the best, but they won't use their potential that God gave them or the talents that God gave them. Because mm-hmm. we got more, all of us, I think, had multiple talents. Right. But how do you? But how do you get someone that? How do you get someone that that doesn't know? Tap into that, or maybe, or maybe they do know, but how do they tap into it? Um. Because you know you have a. There's a million distractions, right? You got a lot of shit outside of you making your music. You ain't have to come here. You don't have. You ain't have to get that album done. You could. You could be a person that's just talking, talking, talking about doing it, and just shit never get done. There's so much shit coming our way. So how do a person tap into that? Um, I think first is just knowledge of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you know that you can do something, you have to now look at what. What does distract you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. What distracts me? And you, you break that down, boom, all right, well, cool. I know that Instagram distracts me. Let me just delete this Instagram for a minute until I fully focus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It right. takes like a sacrifice. You have to want it for so one. So you think it's about knowing, knowing the distraction that's ahead of you and eliminating those things. Eliminating them things. And then also, bro, like putting yourself around people that is doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And... Find a find a mentor, find something. You get what I'm saying. Find somebody that can help you help you through it. Cause I mean, everybody don't know what they can do until, like you said, a coach sees it. Like, oh damn, he can throw the ball really good. Right. You know what That's I'm saying. True. Like, true. let me try to. When you put yourself around certain types of people, mm-hmm. they can help you. Help you know mold you. Help mold you and shape right. yourself. Cause mm-hmm. some people can see what you can't see. Right. Nah, I, I agree. Um, you said something about a mentor. Did Did you have one? I got a few now. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, so can you, I guess, the difference between you when you was younger and didn't have one, describe the difference between when you was younger and didn't have one, and now that you do have one, what's the the major difference? When I was younger, I still had, like, older people around me, like, I would say a mentor, but it was more so onto the wrong path. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's a good point. So, like, I had people... That was older than me that I looked up to that was telling me like, hey, go this is how you hustle. This mm-hmm. how you this how the streets work. Mm-hmm. That was showing me the wrong shit though. Right. But now I know better. 
Never. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. As I've grown up, my mind matured. Mm-hmm. I know better. Like, I don't need your help to do that shit. Right. I can find some other motherfuckers that's doing the right shit. Right. That I fuck with. And that's mm-hmm. that fuck with me. That's going to show me, like, look, this is yep. how you open this business, how you start as LLC, this is how you start this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just you knowing where you want to go in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's let, let's let's talk about DC and um let's talk how, how did you grow up? Let's talk about DC and how do you I grew up, how you grew up. I, I grew up in PG County. Okay. I ain't even, I ain't from the city. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. something that's something new. Okay. Yeah, PG um Okay. I grew up in like the Lanham Riverdale area. My well, got family. It's pretty in, much close, right? Like Yeah, yeah it's pretty much close. I got family in DC. I got family in Baltimore, so Okay. I won them dudes from Maryland that I could go Wherever I, I ain't say I go wherever I want to go, but mm-hmm. I can go where I want to go pretty much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But growing up here, growing up in PG ain't too far from growing up in the city. You know what I'm saying? We still going to the same little go-go's, seeing the same females for real. So you consider yourself DC or? I'm from Merlin. Okay, no, nah, I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm from Merlin. <laughs> I'm from Merlin. Ah, um, I love the city though. Like, right. That's home still. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it's all love. It okay. ain't like I can't go in the city and, or oh, I never been in the city and shit like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do we, how, how, how do we help the youth? I know we, we, we touched a little bit about it like before this interview, but how, how do we help them? You be, you being a youth, I mean, not being a youth, but you being, uh, being around for, and been in this area and stuff like that. How do we, Help the youth, not just here, but just, 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 just globally. Like I had a con, not to cut you off, but I had a conversation, an uh, interview when I did with Punchy, and he was like, um, "Have somebody, ment- mentors, one like you said, and also have a regular person come up and talk to them." He was saying mm-hmm. when he was younger, he ain't have no no business person talk to him, no regular, no regular dude talk to him, try to pull him up. And not that he didn't want to hear, or not that he want to listen. They didn't even give him the time of day. Right. He might have want to listen to them. Right. But how do how do we help the youth? Um. First, I think we got you got to understand them for one. That's the first way to help anybody understanding what it is that they need or what they going through. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And like really understanding it without no judgment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding, and then. You can't give them. You can't tell them to do this. And you doing? They, you out there doing something? And you out there doing something? Or right? If they just say they in the streets and they just say they hustling, they they doing whatever they doing in the streets. They getting money in the streets. Boom. We know that's wrong, and that he may know that it's wrong. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if you're not showing them, uh, uh, if you can't substitute something mm-hmm. to help him eat, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to talk to him. Right. You get so what I'm it's something like. Growing up, you know the um, I don't know the particular word, but the 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 little triangle, the Maslow, it's the Maslow diagram. Where you gotta satisfy a person needs first before you can even get him to focus on books. Exactly. So he he needs he needs food, exactly. he needs shelter, he needs need safety. That. He needs he need these things that. first before he even he's he's not even listening to you. And those unless those those needs are met, right? Off the because rip. he gonna look at it like I looked at it when I was younger. Like you buy me these shoes. Right, right. At the last time I checked, I'm buying these shoes. Mm. You know what and, I'm, and I might be taking care of my whole family. And you don't never know that. And you that's, know what I'm saying? Right. So now, all right, well, if you're going to help, I can make 
ten thousand dollars this week. Right. Is you gonna help me make ten thousand dollars this week? Right. If not, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go yourself. You right. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta be able to put them in positions to win, even when we take them away from how they how they feel they winning. And then also be positive with them, bro. Like we be doing shit as I think, like as our culture, we make the good bad and make the bad good. And that's yo. Listen, I said that to someone. I said we we always send something negative into something, yo. Yeah. Like we don't, and that's a lot of the stuff. That shit. That's generational, bro. Yeah. Like why do we 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 make the the negative look cool as shit? We make that shit look ju- ju- look dope. And then you're a square for wanting to go to school, yeah, right? And, and going to school every day and doing what you you're a square. Even right. even even right now, even if you're in a, a full blown legit relationship, you you around your boys, you look like a square for never cheating, never doing nothing right. in you that wild. relationship. But you cool if you out there cheating, doing your thing. You cool. You out here. Why, why why do you think that? Why I, culture? People, people just like I, negativity, though. It is it is people, but I also feel like I I just our culture. It, it it looked towards a negative, man. I don't. I I never understood that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I like like now that I'm growing up, bro, and I'm really just thinking about. I be thinking about so shit much shit. Up. I be like, damn, why we just fucked up for real? Fucked up, yo. you know like what I'm the saying? Way we think, bro, because we we think a whole we think backwards as shit. Like like I said, it's or like you said, it's cool to tow the gun, but it ain't cool to go to school. Right. Like I don't understand that. It's shit. cool to risk your life and stand outside all day. But it ain't cool to go to work. I'm telling you, <laughs> like, the shit, the shit backwards. <laughs> we backwards as shit for real. You really sit down and think about it. It's just like, fuck, we doing for real. Like it's it's really cool to risk. I I be telling them though, like it's cool. People think it's cool to risk your life and your freedom, right? Just for some clothes, or a car, this for or the a watch, or a fucking, chain, uh, clout, but or some clout. But it's not cool to just go to get your CDL, go to work. Go to school. You like a square for that. Get I'm a trade. You, you wild for you look wild for that. Females won't even fuck with you for that. Some, some. I'm not gonna say all oh, cause some females like a guy that's got his shit going nine on. Nine to five or something like that. You know like what I'm that. saying? But some females won't even won't even look at the nigga that go to work every day, but a chase the nigga that's putting chasing, hands or not even that, or... chasing the nigga that's chasing jail with death. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Nigga that might not be here tomorrow. Right. Right. Um, let's can we talk about I know you you did a you did a um sometime. Mm-hmm. Can you if you want to can you can you talk about what what got you incarcerated? Um I got I got incarcerated for robbing the armor truck back in twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Um it's tripping. You know what I'm saying? On some young irrational thinking shit. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah um so let's let's talk about that process of uh, I guess you said you got incarcerated for robbing a armored truck. Mm-hmm. You get it. You get in trouble. You get locked up. You go to jail. Talk talk about life. Life. How, how much time you did? Did four and a half years. And let's talk. Can you talk about I guess in a little? How can you talk talk about your the life in jail? Like how was how was that? Because this was your first time doing. That's my first bid. Your yeah. first bid. So definitely talk about that process and. How was it, how was a day to day life and what was going on? Hey, uh, imagine like waking up at four thirty in the morning, bruh, and it's breakfast time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or four thirty in the morning, you gotta go to court. They pick, they wake you up to go to court. 
You don't have court until two o'clock. They waking you up at five o'clock to get ready to get on the bus. Right. To go sit in the bullpen for the next six to ten hours. You know what I'm saying? Right. That shit is crazy. Shit like that. And uh waking up, it's a nigga farting and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the whole bunch of just wild shit in that joke, bro. Like, for me, for the most part, it went smooth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't really had no issues, no, right. like, traumatizing situations or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? The most I got into was, like, two fights the entire mm-hmm. time I was locked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to know how to carry yourself. Right. Respect. That's anywhere. Right, right. You res- man, respect man. That's real. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's 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 talk about the. I guess what's going on mentally. You find out your 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 um your bond is this number that you, you or your mom your peoples can't yeah can't put up yeah. You this your first time. It's looking like you gonna it's looking like you gonna sit down for a while. Yeah. So what's going on? You get all you. Let's let's say what's going through your head after the conversation with your peoples that said. We can't do it. We don't. We don't have it. We can't put it up. What? What's mentally? Man, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> this point, yeah, me, bro. It's like, damn, I'm really stuck in this joint. And then I'm not knowing like when I'm going home. Like, so at this point, you ain't sentenced. I ain't sentenced to nothing. Like, so I haven't you... even been to court. I don't know what's going on. I'm still in state custody. Right. Um. So the feds pick. The feds actually pick my case up from the state. You know what I'm saying? So is it is it a better thing for them not to pick it up? Yeah. So you at this point you hoping that at they don't pick point, it up? At this point, I didn't even think about the feds. You know what I'm saying? So you think like, you're just gonna do? I'm state- thinking about to do a state bid. I know it's 65 percent of that get paroled out. Boom. I get when I paid for my lawyer. He came to see me the first time. He come to see me. He like man, yeah. Uh, I think that I think the federal agents gonna come pick this one up. Like the feds, what? They like, yeah, man, y'all robbed the armor truck. That's a federal charge. Right. Boom. Like, damn. That's 80. I, I had my cousin was at this time was already in the feds. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I already knew, like, now you got to do 85% of your time. And but you ain't even get sentenced at this point. So and I don't even know how much time I'm facing with them at. yet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. With the state I had, we had about 12 charges for fucking possession of firearms, robbery, conspiracy right. to robbery, all this shit. Um, so I'm right there, like, damn. Get this, same shit. Mm-hmm. Couple charges. And that took it took him like three months to come get me. But when they did come get me, I sat in Baltimore. It's a federal holding spot in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I'm over that joint. This joint, the f- one, this probably, that was the filthiest jail I've ever been in in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking, these roaches in there, bro. <laughs> you can hear them crawling through the vents. Right. It was, that joint was filthy, bro. Mm-hmm. For real. One shower, it's 24 of us on the unit, it's one shower in the unit. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't one of the first niggas in the shower, you fuck around and take a cold shower. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was food fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. trash. So how long you stay there? I was there for like 13 months. So you did, 14 it, okay. months. You did a part of your bit, a lot of your bit of there. Yeah. And then from there, you, then, that's still state? That's That was, that was federal oh, shit. Oh, it's federal, that okay. Yeah. And then you get transferred out to... And then from there, they, they took us, put me on the plane... I mean, Shaq was on the plane and all that took me to Oklahoma. Oh, uh-huh. let's talk about that because now you're in a different different dynamics, right? Yeah, and that's There's probably a lot more white people, a lot. Is it the culture shock? Um, yeah, you could say that because in Baltimore, that's basically like all black staff, mm-hmm. all black CEOs and shit. But with let me with, with Feds, are there more? 
Is there more of us or is there a mix? As far as what? Let's 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 say inmates. Inmates. Um, it's more of course black and brown skin in there. It's more you know than But my thing is you go in Oklahoma, it might be Oklahoma, that thing was like a it's like a federal holdover. So you got people coming from all over the United oh, States. Oh, so you ain't sitting down from you ain't sitting I stayed sitting. there for like a week. Oh, so it's not one of those. So it was a hold though. Okay. So that was just my landing spot until I get designated, and I went to uh, Gilmore, West okay. Virginia. That's why I did the rest of my time at. Okay. Uh, that shit right there. That was. So they flew you to Oklahoma just to go. They flew me from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to Oklahoma. Flew me back. I think we somewhere else in Pennsylvania to drive me to West Virginia. So it's all about. I guess is it about space? They need it. You yeah. had to wait for a bed or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I guess it's some bed space shit or however. I don't know. They, they most A lot of people, they make do that shit for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know. It's right. just a, a thing they do. So you get to, I guess, your last spot. You was in West Virginia. Yeah. How was that? And now you stayed there, what, two, two years? I stayed there like three years. Three years? And how was that, uh, I guess, process? Do we, so when you when you initially get in there, I guess people don't know who you are. So they got to kind of get, you and the person got to kind of get used to the, mm-hmm. used to your environment. So, what what goes on your first day? Your first day. Let's talk about your first day. My first day, they, I got there late at night. Um, mm-hmm. so it's probably we got we got on the compound, got our, like our bed rolls and all that. Got on the compound probably like three in the morning or so. So we get thrown in the cells, lock in, get your cell. Boom! I wake up the first thing in the morning, come out. It's breakfast time, you know. So, uh, how it everybody, is? Everybody the, looking at you. How it is in the feds when you when you knew it's like a bus. But we was at a bus came every Tuesday, I believe Tuesday night, and um, you see all the new dudes come in. Right. So you usually see the new dudes at breakfast. But you if you up in the end of your unit when they come in, you can see them. Boom! So when y'all come out, you like, hey, what's up? Where you from? You find out oh, I'm from here, from Maryland, from DC. I'm from all right, cool. Your homies over there. So that's oh, so how y'all it is. Kind of section out. That's how it is. You with your homies. You know they're not your homies. You from DC. You automatically. You from DC, PZ, this little area right here. You going over there. That's who you with. Either that or you're gonna be Muslim or you with the Christians. Oh, so they automatically you y'all auto- do it yourselves or Yeah, so it's automatically it's it's just an un, it's just an unspoken rule, like you okay. with your homies. So I want me to touch base on that real quick because I know in DC or in just any neighborhood that issues, beefs, mm-hmm. all that stuff go out the window. I mean, it don't. It don't really. Or it's on pause. It ain't really on pause. <clears throat> so they might because be because if it's up with the nigga that shot your man on the streets and y'all see each other in jail, then boom, it's gone. But if y'all do decide that right, I'm gonna stay out your way, you gonna stay out my way. Our hoods beefing, but I don't really know you like that, so it ain't really up. But you ain't protecting them neither. But now when it go there. If me and you from the same place and I see somebody from wherever, from Michigan or Ohio somewhere, and they jump you or they attack you, it's my, I have to assist you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if me and you beefing. And you did do something to me out there. If I see it and I don't help you, the homies on my ass about it. Every time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's just the, that's, that's the law in that jump. So let's talk about um books. I know I know a lot of times people kind of read books to, to kind of pass their time. Mm-hmm. That's the, what 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 books you that you read? Um, I read. I think the best book I read is The Secret. I know I know that book. 
something about you, like I said, your thinking it's and law of attraction. Kinda, right, there you go. Yeah, like all this manifestation and all that stuff that people right. talking about. Law of attraction. Um, I read The Secret, 48 Laws of Power, mm-hmm. um, Art of War. Um, what the fuck? I read, I read so many books, bro. Like, I read everything I know about the music business. Uh, did you write? Did you write music in there? Yeah, I wrote a lot of. That's why I ain't gonna lie. I actually started like I'm not saying I started making music in jail, right. but that was like a spot where like I say I'm gonna just take it serious. Like right. it was like you know how they say you gotta have a plan coming out. Like right. that was my plan. I know a lot of times when I um even speaking with people who, who has been incarcerated or locked up, a lot of times they feel like they can't get no inspiration when they're in jail mm-hmm. or they locked up just because I guess because their environment. Right. I mean, I can, I can, I can get it, I guess. But I was around like some creative people. Okay. Like in jail. Right. People that was actually writing. Uh, people that's writing books. Right. Like, you got authors that was writing make books in no, jail. No, I know. Um. So I guess it's each his own. I always like had like family support. Mm-hmm. My, my men had family support. The way we getting books in magazines, mm-hmm. shit that's keeping our mind out there, keeping mm-hmm. us like, oh damn, we was looking at the rapes and shit in the mm-hmm. Dupont registries. We looking at big ass houses in in these different magazines. So mm-hmm. we like like damn, all right, I can. I can I can I can get this low. So mm-hmm. we keeping our minds like how the fuck can we get this when we get out there? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like just staying so we're making music in there is like right, I'm about to rap about these Balenciagas that I seen right, in, the, right. in, the, okay. in the GQ magazine. <laughs> or I'm about to write about this car that I seen in this magazine. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we you can always be creative. It's like like they say you my mind my body was trapped. My mind but was your never mind wasn't. my yeah. mind was never Right. Like, I wasn't I would never say like, yeah, I'm a jail nigga. Like I really don't even like talking about the shit even right. now. You right. get what right. I'm saying? Like I don't mind it. Right. You know what no, I'm I saying? But I don't even keep dwelling like oh yeah, I was locked up, I was out the feds. Like, nah, I ain't right. fuck that shit ain't like I said, once again, making some stupid shit cool. Make some stupid You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, like nah, I ain't knowing that. Um, I know the new thing is it's about prison prison reform. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it? And if there was some just fucked up situation that you've seen in prison or being locked up that you you wish you wouldn't wish on anybody. Yeah, like I said, that that jail when I was in Baltimore, bruh, that shit was the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't no fucking air in the mm-hmm. summertime. The heat really ain't working in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You got one shower for 24 men. Right. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. Like, mm-hmm. Them conditions like that, I wouldn't wish that shit on nobody, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I used to wait. I remember one time, someone was so fucking hot. <laughs> I woke up and put my bed on the floor and just lay by the toilet and kept flushing it. Because that's the only wind we no could feel. Oh, no Lord. air, bro. Oh. I swear to God, bro. Like, that shit So, right So there, what bro. type of, I guess, mental you got to have? Like you said before, it is, it is mental. So, what? What type of mental toughness that you gotta have, or better yet, what is is jail mostly mental than physical for it's, most people? It's way it's more mental than physical because if you can think, you ain't even gotta use your physical abilities. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I can, I right, I know how to just sit back and watch the scene. I'm mm-hmm. a, these niggas over here is crash dummies. These niggas right here is the good men. I, I could 
I can vibe with, I can build with. Mm-hmm. These niggas over here is doing this, that, and the third. They they get high. They get they doing this, that. And I'm gonna stay away from that. Mm-hmm. So mentally, I already then figured this shit out. So can you stay out the way? Yeah, fuck yeah, you can stay out the way without it's, without issues coming towards you, coming to coming to you. It's how all you, about how you carry yourself. How you carry yourself, and that's it. It's it's not even really about who you're around. It could be about who you're around because mm-hmm. they. Tend to say birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. So if you hanging with suckers, and you may not be a sucker, but you may be tested because you with some suckers. Because you with them. You know what I'm saying? But like I tell people, like you put yourself amongst people that's mm-hmm. that's of your caliber. A, mm-hmm. a nine can't shoot a twenty two bullet. Right. You know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, nah, it's, nah, just, nah. it's just impossible. So you, I just try to. When I was locked up, I was actually taught that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, watch who you hanging around because certain energy can, can come, can towards, come you towards you because of the other person. Energy. And that could be this nigga acting too fucking tough. Mm-hmm. It ain't even that like you be with suckers. You might be hanging with a nigga that's just too fucking tough. Mm-hmm. And he's mugging everybody. So now energy is bringing both, being both to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, want, yeah, want you to prove that now. Yeah, now nigga wants you to prove that. So within that, being yourself, which is also, I think, mm-hmm. some mental shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah, I'm happy. What advice you got for um individual, maybe youth, older, never did it, never did a crime. Well, not not never did a crime, but never did a bit. Got the gun in the hand, ready to go make a bad decision. And maybe they, maybe they want to go hurt somebody. Maybe they want to go rob some, you know. I ain't going to lie, bro. Like, <laughs> I think that, like, the advice I would have for you, like, is some people you can give advice to. They're going to take it or they not, right? Right. So if you're not going to take it, my advice to you, which most people not, they got some shit made up in their mind, most people not going to take their advice. So my advice would be just be prepared for whatever consequence comes exactly. from your action. Right. Be prepared for it. Don't be the guy that get this gun in his hand. And get the, I got to shoot somebody juice in them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I got to use it. If you got, just be, just, just know that if you get caught for that shit, that you the one that got caught. Mm-hmm. Don't go telling on nobody. Don't, don't cry about it later because you making that decision. And before you pull the trigger, you know what the fuck consequences, consequences come. come behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know that if you shoot somebody and you get caught, you can do if you kill somebody, you get caught, you could potentially do life in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So be prepared for whatever the fuck it is that or you Or retaliation, right? You get what I'm saying? Or somebody be ready to smoke you because you killed their man. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I would tell you don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you do. Nah, right. Don't risk it. Right. But if you gonna do it, accept the consequences that come behind that shit. What's so you in jail? So let's let's talk about your transitioning from from being incarcerated to get back home. Cause I I remember while listening to an interview, you you might have heard from Wallow, right? He was talking about you damn, we gotta go and get it, be insane. The shit that's in jail is backwards, and then when you come home, you gotta kind of repro reprogram yourself to 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 shit that's almost normal. Mm-hmm. So. Which, what was your experience and what was your transition back back into back to your family, back into freedom, openness? Um, 
shit, I think I had kind of like a smooth transition, right? Because mm-hmm. I always, like I said, I had the family support the whole time I was in. So my transition was smooth. The only, the hard part was like coming out here and people not really fully aware of what's going on around them out mm-hmm. here. Like from being in Cosby. Your head is on a swivel. Yeah, when you really aware of like your space between another person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be up on your hip. Right. right I'm just, right. I'm aware. Right. I'm not going to bump into you because I'm aware. I'm always constantly watching shit. So when I'm around people that's not, or with me just, when I was freshly coming out, being around people that's not conscious of certain things that they mm-hmm. doing, even their tone, the way they speaking to somebody. Can be an can, issue. Can be an issue. Or get someone killed or, or get you killed. A certain word can I know can get you smacked or beat up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so me, I just had I had like a a big ass shield up a little bit, right? Just to keep certain shit. Of like, all right, watch this shit. Like, even when I go to clubs now, it's like if I ain't in the section, I'm not enjoying myself, right? Because it's too much going too around. Much going around. And I can't really. Assess the situation correctly. Right, you right, get what right. I'm saying? Like, I need to know what's going on. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to see what's going on. So, if I'm in a room full of people I don't know, it's easy for me to walk into it because I. It's like when I walk into a bullpen with thirty niggas I don't know. I ain't like mm-hmm. Sam or none of that. I'm just observing the shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do the same thing now. Come home. I walk into a room full of people and I don't just. Straight be the life of the party. I'm mm-hmm. trying to see like right, who right. up in this now. Is that um is that how much is that is strategy? How much of it is his personality? Um I think eighty percent of that shit like my personality. Though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm laid back and I don't like what they would call cutting into people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just going right up to you, just hollering at you, like, hey, what's up, what's up? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know what type of energy you energy got. You gonna bring? So I'd rather just sit back, watch. Let me see the energy. Who is who's the person that look like they a little approachable? Mm-hmm. Who ain't? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be approachable for mm-hmm. most part, right? Depending. Right. I just like the, I like I said, I like to catch the energy. I'm a vibe type nigga. And that's that's one thing about me too. I, I like the vibe. That's why when we even spoke about the interview, I'm like, I'd rather do it there. I like to see the energy. I like to. Mm-hmm. I feed off energy and vibes mm-hmm. a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said you was in jail. You kind of got kind of got started with the mu- the music thing. But let's talk about first why 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 music. I mean, I'm sure you're talented and sure other areas you could have pursued. Mm-hmm. And and let's talk about why music and why what what's the process? What's your music making process? Mm-hmm. Um, I said I chose music. Um, I was around music growing. Growing up, like my mm-hmm. ten years, my man, they had they was rapping. Mm-hmm. They had studios and they basements and shit like that. Um. So while I was incarcerated, uh, I met my man Sean Branch. Mm-hmm. Sean Branch introduced me to my man Face Face mm-hmm. Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, he, this nigga, was like that, mm-hmm. like rapping. You're rapping. This man, this man, it's like that, bro. Mm-hmm. For real, flat out. So Sean heard me rapping. He's like, man, it's a homie, and he'd sleep in his room down. I never knew he rapped. We all in the same unit. I didn't mm-hmm. even know brothers like into that shit. So introduced me to him. Then I started listening to him make music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. I started writing little shit. We had a band room. We had uh, MP3 players. Oh, you had all that stuff? Okay. We had all that shit. So while we in there, I'm recording. I mean, I, I record. We performing. Like, we doing mm-hmm. real performances on this compound and all yeah. that shit, bro. <laughs> Like, I swear, to, I got a picture. I got to find that shit. 
is us performing. It's like 300 niggas on the compound watching us perform, bro. Like, for real. So that shit from right there is like, damn, I like this shit. Mm-hmm. People like coming up to me like, damn, so I know you rap. I like that shit. So that's where it started at. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, I'm coming home. Or well, fast forward in between that, we, me and my man Lane, we planning like mm-hmm. what I'm doing now, basically. Oh, you planned it out? We planned this shit. You know what I'm saying? And the studio here. Nah, it's definitely out. love, though. This shit was here when I came home. This is the first studio I've been to since I've been home, man. I don't even go to too many other studios. I mean, it don't make sense, though. Yeah, yeah. You then, got everything right here. Let's talk then, about um albums, albums and... Was there any albums that influenced you? Or just, yeah, influenced you? What's, what's some significant albums that you heard that, like, that ch- changed... Maybe change your thought process, change your change my thought process as far as what? Just mental. Like when I think about four four four, Jay-Z album. Okay, you talking about like that. Maybe that, that album was putting game on to people. I ain't gonna lie. A joint like rest in peace to this to Slim. Nip, rest in peace to him with Nipsey Hustle. That that, oh, that victory lap shit. That drink go hard. Like. Mm-hmm. The shit he talking about. Mm-hmm. If you can really hear and really listen to what he's saying, bro, like he kind of like giving you the game on that tape. One hundred percent, giving, giving, giving the game. Like giving it for real, from different levels though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when I as I was listening to it, it just like turned up like a hustle, like mm-hmm. really turned the hustle up. For no, real. he he definitely did. You know what I'm saying? I always he, think about that album like uh, uh, almost a West Coast of Jay Z four four. You know what I mean? A West Coast, he giving it and Jay giving it. On the East Coast, but yeah. it's, it's, it almost feel like the same album, two different perspectives. You know? It was just, and it was two different age age groups as well. Two different age, two different and, age. And Nipsey still giving you like that that young, not that young young shit, but like mm-hmm. some young street get money shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Nah, one hundred percent. Um, on your on your blues on the blues track you did right. Mm-hmm. You you talking about? How much you love, love the money, right? Mm-hmm. What are what are three things you value more than money? Uh, my my name, uh, my family, and my freedom. Why why your name? My name, cause your reputation. How they say your reputation your reputation precedes you. It gets there before you get yeah. there. So when they hear my name, I don't want it to be no bullshit on my name, no mm-hmm. mud. Like, oh man, this man don't do no good business. Mm-hmm. Or this man is a, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, he hot. He, mm-hmm. he told on somebody. Or mm-hmm. I want continue to be able to live how I live. I want you when you hear my when you hear Change the Champ or you hear my real name. Hey, good man. You hear my head, good man. He a stand up man. He's solid. He do for his family. He did. He fuck with it. When he say he fuck with you, he fuck with you, he lure you. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want you to hear when you hear my name. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say my name is more important than money. Because some people that put money over their name and they do anything. Anything to get to To it. get the money. You know snake what I'm saying? Family snake their family out. Snake their man they, they out. out they snake their family. Steal from their mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, we don't do that. So my name is more important than the bag. 100%. What's, what, what separates friends from acquaintances? Um, what separate a friend? 
a friend I'm bring. I could bring my friend to my mother house, and I go to my my friend mother house and feel and feel safe, right? And feel safe. I feel as though if I know where your mother live at, bro, we really friends, right? You know what I'm saying, like, right? For real, right? Um, acquaintances are just somebody that seeing the passing, right? Just bump into. Um, we mm-hmm. may not even have each other number. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But that's how why I help why I hold that friendship thing too is 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 like real close to me though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't really say I got a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I got people I fuck with. Right. But everybody's not my friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? I learned that. Young my mother used to always tell me that everybody ain't your friend. Right. So just you gotta watch people. Some people are just associates, acquaintances, and just other people. So how how strong is that uh those those family ties to you? How, how actually how sacred are those family ties to you? Um shit, that's 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 all you got. Mm-hmm. Um I know it's at one point that's all I had. You know what I'm saying? I had a, like a few friends that is like family and I got my family. Um and sometimes you that's all you be having. At the end of the day you might have some dudes that look at it like some dudes that have a girl and then they choose their girl over their family. Mm-hmm. But when they break up with that girl, you still gotta go. You still your family right there at the end of the day, like, come on with your dumb ass, I told you. Right. You right, know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Um one of also on your one of your blues tracks you rap No New Friends. Uh no 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 new friends, right? And mm-hmm. in, in in this day and age, they I it's a lot of things I've been hearing about certain interviews, other other people interviews about they day ones and some some take their day ones with them. Some been feeling like it's been overrated. Some mm-hmm. feels like um, some of them is just looking for just a just a ride with them and they not providing any mm-hmm. any anything for them. So 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 talk about that. I, it's funny. I talked about that shit to my grandma a little minute ago. Um, like that day one shit. I got some some of my I got. My best friend, this been my man since right. he was five years old. Right. We 28 now, both of us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And my been with me while I was big, and that's my day one. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then I got other people that was in certain places at day one, we jumped off the porch. You right. know what I'm saying? But some of them not even there now. Right. But then I got people that I met, like I said, where I was locked up, that's like my brother. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, one. real my brother. So like something I don't really look at the day one shit. You could look at it certain ways. It could be overrated. It could be what it is. Like I'm gonna take most of my day ones with me. Right. But then I got people that I got from that's new people. That also. But when I say no new friends, no new faces, I'm thinking from like a street point. When I okay. say that, you get what okay. I'm saying? Like, and that shit is no. You can't just be having new friends when you doing illegal shit. Right. Shit that's cutthroat. Right. Shit that niggas is backdoor you about a lot of money. You can't have no new nigga you just met today around a million dollars. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Or a hundred thousand or fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars because he might want that. You right. don't know this man from a can of paint. So right. that's when I say no new friend, no new face. I was speaking of a, a street point of view, but right. in a business point of view, on the legal side, legit mm-hmm. side, new friends, they say your net worth. Your network determine your network. Network, yep. So yep. I, I wrote that shit down one time. Yeah, for real. So you gotta have, and you got you gotta know how to decipher the two. So, I so I think so. I, 
that's good information that you did provide because it's some people do feel that because all they are they are the day ones, they should come along for the ride. But do you think if they coming along for the ride, should they provide some type of something? They should they should they contribute something other than and, just being a date? Just because I knew you since um, uh, elementary and you've been my dog and yeah, you helped me, it doesn't mean you know you able to go the the distance. But but see now, what are what are they it, what are they providing? So I, I believe be, what you're saying. You too. could be providing just that mental for me. Okay, you could be that person that's I know you you. You my man, like you like you gonna hold shit down for me. Okay. On this type on this type of time. Like okay. I know I could call you, but I need you to go pick up my mother from the doctor's office. I'm on the I'm doing a show. Can you go do that for me, bro? Right. And you do that. You so so that's so that's different. He's providing, he's, he's providing they're giving you something. He's, a, he's doing stuff, but not a person that's basically riding. But if your you courts, a beach, nah, that's what that, fuck no. There you go, better word. I don't care if you my fucking family member. You get what I'm saying? If you right. a leech, you a leech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know nah, what I'm saying? 100%. And you can, you, that's one thing I think people fail in certain things, especially money-wise. They allow people to be leeches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's your family. It's because my best friend, like, all right, cool. My best friend, this nigga, he got his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He get his own, he do his own thing. Mm-hmm. He don't need me. Right. We only thing we need each other for is that real friendship, right? Like right. my brother. That's what I need right. you for. Okay, he he not really asking for much neither. He if he, he gonna you do give his own you, thing. He doing his own if thing. If I do for you, that's all the stuff. It's for all me. for it's love. All the stuff for I love. You 100%. get what I'm saying? It's not because I'm obligated or you obligated to do something for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just off the love. Now, if you moving like that, it's nothing wrong. Bring your day one with you. Wherever you go, if that's how you feel about right. it. But if it's just like you said, day one that's leeching. Hey, brother, me. $25. And I give it to you. Then you ask me again twenty tomorrow for $25. I give it to you. And you ask me next week. Keep asking and keep asking. You become a leech. Right, right, right. That's when you have to start to start watching niggas like. Right. <laughs> you, know um, you also said something about um, thinking ba- basic, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me tell me the difference between a basic mindset and a growth mindset. Um, or what you was talking about as far as basics. Thinking basic, like, like thinking we. I, I would like to think outside the box, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do something. Let's do something that ain't been done. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say thinking basic. It could be. I think I'm thinking like being content with what we got going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or being content with. All right. Well, anybody can go get some. Get some pack and sell some pack. That's some basic thinking shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's go get some shirts and right. do some shit like that. Right. Let's think bigger Outside than the, the box. Fuck. Let's think bigger than what we is now. And do what we see. Right. Let's, yeah. That's right. All right. Right now, y'all got a job, but I'm thinking tomorrow. I'm going to own it. I want to own this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. Right. So let's not think basic. Let's think big. But when you say that, you say that I think about because sometimes every of these memes going around how. Motherfuckers will praise you. They'll praise you for your job, to, to get a job. Not that it's bad, mm-hmm. but then won't support you when, when you, you start a got business. a business. That's that thinking basic thing. It's basic. Like, that's the basics. Get a job. Right. That's average. That's the average thing for everybody. That's what the average person wants. You get what I'm saying? It's a good job. And I say this all the time. A lot of the times, people in our culture, we, we kind of, um, what's that word I'm looking for? We, 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 we're always just surviving. 
Mm-hmm. Like we 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 never can just get to the point where we just thriving. We have a just surviving mindset. And I, the funny thing, I think that shit changing now, right? Because I see it. I've been saying over the time, since, especially since, since I've been home these last four years, entrepreneurship has been built. It's been on the, on the you know rise. What I'm saying? People are becoming entrepreneurs and shit like that. So I really think like basic thinking is. We can I say I think as a people I think we are going away from just basic just, thinking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because now people are opening their mind. Like I can start me a shea butter uh, joint. I can start this. I can make this I much. I can make candles. I can make hookah. I said that too. A few, a few people we we even know that just starting businesses and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, that is dope. You know, because you know, we we program everything into forty hours. If I mm-hmm. do forty hours here, make mm-hmm. this. This is how much I make it. Versus what I can make if I make. I put my own product on it for them forty yeah, hours. For them forty hours, but you know what I mean. Exactly how hard I'm gonna go for myself, and it's not wrong. Like I don't want to say, nah, we ain't gonna knock like we bashing five. the nine because I got a nine to five. You so know what I'm saying? So I don't want nobody think that we bashing it, but it is good it's to wrong have. It's never wrong ahead. with thinking for it, and when we say thinking ahead, it could be thinking for my kid and your or my kids', kids. kids. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and that's one thing I think that a lot of us don't do because everybody got this YOLO YOLO's mindset. You only live once. No, but that's 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 the just surviving mindset. I'm only concerned about me me and what's going on with me right now. I'm not moment. thinking about my grandchildren, my children's children. We're like, we not putting up wealth for them. And one thing I always say, I think even, even in the community, we don't even have life insurance. You know how much, if a person put life insurance and they have a million dollar policy, I die... My kids get a million. That can change the whole trajectory of what mm-hmm. my kids is going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they got a million dollars. They can split it. My, my son get five. My other son get five. And now that can start the process Facts. of, of building. We don't even, we, we do GoFundMe. And, that, and that's what drives me crazy. We can create wealth just with a life insurance, bro. Bro, if you look at this shit, bro, like me and my man taught us all the time, bro. Niggas would go out, and I always see this little man. People, you would go out with 10 of your men. All y'all niggas will have a thousand dollars on y'all, at least. Right, no, right. And go spend all that shit in the club. Mm-hmm. Every single damn y'all gonna spend mm-hmm. that shit on the strippers. Y'all supporting the hustle, I respect that. It's cool, support the right, hustle. Right, right. But y'all gonna spend on the strippers, you gonna buy a rack of bottles, you gonna buy you a flags outfit, you gonna spend your rack of money when you go out. Right. All y'all could have just put that money to some type of business. Right. You get what I'm saying? 100%. Everybody could have had some type of ownership in that business. Now, niggas in the streets, we know we do wrong. Right. We got shit going. We got niggas be having money, bro, but will not do shit with it. Right. Well, niggas be thinking they doing something with it because they taking the trip because they got a car, because they got nice clothes, but don't be doing shit with the money. Like when you sitting down in a jail and motherfuckers playing thing with that money, they ain't trying to send that money. You could have had your business partner. If you to put that same energy into into that into that shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. I think we want things. We want things. Niggas quick. want instant gratification. That's why the fuck I went to jail because I wanted some wanted fast, fast money. money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with that, with that thinking, and then when you start making fast money, I know how that shit go. Shit Once go you fast make fast too. money, it go, go fast. But at the same, you be thinking that it's. It's gonna always be there. Always be there. It's not. But that's not how it is. Cause mm-hmm. one is here one day and it's gone the next. Mm-hmm. You be having a good shit. Should be going well for a couple couple months, a year or two, then it hit a drought. You sick mm-hmm. because you weren't fully prepared for that drought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Now your now your uh 
your uh, what you call that, your bills and all that shit. You got to oh, pay them. Oh, yeah, that's but right. you can't get no work. Now yeah. you spending money and you ain't really making no you money. Making it so you, yeah. But you could have had this business over here running. Running stuff, yep. You know what I'm saying? Letting your money make... That's what I'm learning now. Make your money make money for you. But you know what it is? A lot of, a lot of us... Um, and there's no hit on our parents and stuff like that. It's just... We, we're taught to be employees versus mm-hmm. boss yeah, or ownership. We're, just, we're taught to go work for somebody <laughs> and go get your 401k. And, so and retire. And retire. And that's it. 80. Right. <laughs> but I, that's why... But I, like you said, there's been a shift lately yeah. where... People don't want to work at a job for 40 years anymore and then, and then start to live. Yeah. Right. Talk, yeah. Talk, talk about some of your um, challenges just pursuing, pursuing the music. Um, my thing be like time mm-hmm. and like time for like family shit, time for like just anything outside of music because with this shit, it's 24-7. Mm-hmm. And not only doing it 24-7, but you think about this shit 24-7. Like, how the fuck am I about to do this? Because in all actuality, the shit that I'm sacrificing is the time with my peoples. But mm-hmm. I'm working to set them up. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's no like, option to, to fail. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like a that's the pressure a little bit, even though it's no pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, That's, like, really my biggest thing. Like, just the... Right, I'm missing this, that, and the third. But I know that when I keep going and I keep pushing, I keep doing this, that, and the third, they gonna be happy as shit about right. it. Cause right. Then they ain't gotta wake up at seven in the morning to go to work. So no go more. to work and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they just cool the kids and go to school. So that does that <clears throat> does that keep you from not to say that you had thought of quitting, but does that keep you motivated and keeps you want to keep going? Because mm-hmm. you know you can. I can give moms this. And she gonna be good. Your mom's gonna quit that job, that two or three mm-hmm. jobs she's been working for. Or I can pay her for all the time she's right. when I was incarcerated or whatever. And she she helped me. Moms, pops, aunts, or whoever. Right. I mean, so does that is that one of the things that keep you keep you from quitting or Yeah. That's definitely uh definitely a motivating factor for me. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, just Seeing like knowing that my family gonna be happy. That's right, right. Nah, nah, sure I dig I ain't it. Quitting shit. Um, what, what, what are, what were some of the most important lessons that you learned in your journey? What, whether it's whether it's music, or whether it's just your 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 life journey, just getting you to this point. What are some important lessons that you've that you've learned? Hmm. Make the make make the make the decisions. Make the right decisions. Like when you know something ain't right, don't do it. Go with your gut. Yeah, just go with your gut. When it don't mm-hmm. feel right, just go with that right. shit. And listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Like if you if we listen more we to people that have, yeah, we talk more and we listen, bro. Mm-hmm. We only got one mouth, but we got two ears. Mm-hmm. And niggas still use their mouth more than they use their ears. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like you listen to the people before you, you will you you I feel like you will prosper more, right. especially with the people before you was on some positive shit. Right, right. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying. What what is um who's who's the biggest? I guess the biggest influence in your life. Like who's been the biggest influence in your life to the to the I guess to the man you are right now. Um, I can't really. 
I can't say one person specific, mm-hmm. but like, cause like I said, I have so many. I got so many people around me, bro. Like that, mm-hmm. I take so much from. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I can't really pinpoint just one person, mm-hmm. but it's definitely my circle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My mother. No, nah, no, nah, definitely. Big brothers, uncles, and mm-hmm. shit like that. Sisters. How much? Um. How much do you do you do you plan for the? I guess for the future. Are you into goal setting and setting goals and crossing them off? And how much of the future are you planning? How much ahead are uh-huh. you planning for the future? One year, two years, three years. You know, without goals, you know they're saying that you know. Kind of could be you all over the place if you don't have Facts, no goals. You don't have no goals. Your goals kind of like your boundaries mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I definitely am. I'm definitely goal oriented, and I definitely uh, like I said, like I was saying earlier, people do that. You only die. You only live once. Thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I believe you only die once. Right. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up, I'm, I'm living. You living another day. So right? I'm yeah. always forward thinking. I'm always thinking. All right, I got hundred dollars a day. Try to have seventy five tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have fifty on Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. I last twenty five because Friday I don't get this check. Right, right. right. I'll be back up. That's my. You know what I'm saying. Or that's just like I said. That's how I'm thinking. Just mm-hmm. constantly forward thinking. And this music shit. I right, might have dropped something today. Probably shoot a video in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Drop a drop a drop a single. Mm-hmm. Drop some video single. So it's just mm-hmm. like constant thinking. Then life. All right, well, I've been home four years. My fifth year, I'll be on probation. That's all I've been planning. Like, this last five years, mm-hmm. man, my plan was stay the fuck out of the way, mm-hmm. get on probation. Mm-hmm. So you've been, you was incarcerated for four, and they gave you five probation? Yeah, I got five years probation. So damn near nine years, you dealing yeah, with them? Yeah, nine and a half years that they didn't took. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? I ain't say took, I'm home now, but it's still like, my movements is kind of... They limit? Limited. You got to get permission to leave? I got to get permission to go to, go anywhere in the United States... Um, I ain't even tried to go out the country yet because that shit just is gonna be a, a, a hassle to get a passport and okay. go through all this court shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And um, another interview I, I I watched of yours. You said in 2018, one year, I guess your biggest accomplishment was um, I think you did a walk for which which one of your homeboys mm-hmm. for I guess a young lady that was killed. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of things in 2020 were going on. We got the pandemic. And uh, what what is what was your what's, what's some of your biggest accomplishments so far in 2020? 2020, 2020, I dropped my first tape. Mm-hmm. I dropped the tape in 2020. Um, what's the biggest accomplishment of 2020 though so far? Shit, we lived through this Corona shit. <laughs> That's like an accomplishment. Nah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Definitely a blessing, bro. Um, right now, I can't even think of my biggest accomplishment of the year yet. Besides Man, dropping my first got... tape. Nah, that's, that's dope. I dropped so... my first tape in 2020. Like, March 17th, 2020, I dropped my first project. So, that's like my biggest accomplishment. Nah, that's, that's dope. Um, um, as far as um, other youth or people that want to get in this, this music business, what 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 is some what's what's some advice that you have for those that wanna I know you ain't where you wanna be right now, but just from those that's saying today, hey, I wanna go rap, I wanna go whatever. What's some advice that you what you gonna have? What's some of the things you've learned so far? Um 
Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to not what people say, but how people move. Because you're going to have a lot of people come up to you, especially if you got some type of talent and they can see mm-hmm. it. You had so many people come up to you like, yeah, hey, Mark, I can help you do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I had met this person, Brian, and been in contact with this person, this person, this person. But you got to know, like, you got to be from the show me state. Mm-hmm. If you yep. can't show me, get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to carry this mm-hmm. shit because you're going to have so many people that's going to be wasting your time. That's mm-hmm. the one thing you do not want to waste with this shit. Do not waste your time. And really? I was I was listening to somebody else interview and they was kind of talk kind of talking about how um they uh, he got so many people that asked to put put them on but then he all show their work or show their clothes whatever then they go on the Instagram and they see one fucking one post with one shirt so you ain't you want me to put you on because I get I get paid to 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 put people on but you only got one shirt like right. you ain't even put the work in for to be considered. Right. To for me to put you on and say your name, and that's and that's another thing I should say to them to them, that advice from them other artists. Have some work ethic. You have to have work ethic. You have to have shit to show people. Mm-hmm. Even like you want people to show you something, you have to have something to show as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you saying you can't be an artist and when I go on your page, I don't see shit about music. Right. <laughs> don't be a producer DMing me saying listen to your beats and you don't have not one beat right on your joint. The- it don't make sense. It don't add up. So nobody mm-hmm. gonna take you serious because mm-hmm. they don't think you taking yourself serious. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One of your songs I I, I listened to was um I guess for for my youngins right. Mm-hmm. Thought it was definitely dope inspirational. What what prompted you to to want to even. I think uh, what the fuck what was going on in the time it was something going on like it was a, a couple devs like back to back to back in the city or something you know what I'm saying and they've been coming they've been they listen like t- within the last probably 36 hours we're like damn there's seven people got killed I think listen I, I know and um and that's within this like I said this last 36 hours um wow. yeah uh so it's just been going. It's just shit just been crazy out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From us, you know how we work at from working with these juvenile right. uh, youths that's incarcerated. Um, them conversations that I really be having with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like on a normal, just about just change and shit. If you got beef with somebody, bro, if I look at it like certain things you can come back from. Mm-hmm. It's certain. Certain things that a conversation can be had to squash certain things. Now, if mm-hmm. somebody do some harm, do harm to you or one of your loved ones, in the Bible, Bible in the Quran, whatever you read, that shit says after on that. You get right. what I'm saying? So when it comes to things like that, I can understand the mindset of retaliation for real. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when it's something of somebody may have stole something from you or somebody may have beat you up. Or whatever the case may be, conversations can be had. Or if you, so like I say, it's my beat you up. Y'all can fight again. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta go mm-hmm. smoke that nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like some of the things that I was speaking on in that song to my youngest. You know what I'm saying? Um, instead of going by Balenciaga, go focus on your credit. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me that shit at 18, you know what I'm saying? My credit would be fucking 850 right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But instead, 
the misinformation we getting is man go buy them uh go buy all the phone mm-hmm. pauses you can get go buy all the sob shit you can get i'm telling you, you that's, know the, that's what we're talking about the, the, shit the negative get. shit we, we we promote so and with me knowing like all that shit like where i've been through all that shit i'm telling you that if you the young i'm telling you like i've been, everything you've been through i'd have been in the I've field been, been ducking in diamonds then did all this shit i'm mm-hmm. telling you like this shit dumb as shit that's right. what i'm telling you right. as a young and like I've been thinking about like when you jump out the porch, people tell you like, yeah, you can go to jail, you can die, or you can get rich, mm-hmm. or you see people up, you see mm-hmm. niggas. I, I know I seen people riding around in BMWs, Cadillac trucks, and mm-hmm. all this shit. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? But when I went through and got my experience, you don't, they don't get to tell you all the little Fuck PTSD, the nights, the PTSD shit you gonna suffer mm-hmm. from this shit. Your men incarcerated for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. They get life at 20. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't never see a man again. Mm-hmm. Your man get killed. You don't never see your man again. Like mm-hmm. the, the mental shit you're going to go through, like on your soul, on your, on your, this, that's going to be on your brain forever. Because it's somebody that, like, I'll be thinking about this shit. I got two of my closest men, like, now they locked up. Mm-hmm. I miss these niggas to death, dog. Like, F- effort or talent? What? Effort. Effort over talent? Effort over time. Cause but then what's the what's the saying? What's the effort? What's, I forget I forget how this shit go, but it's basically like some beats talent with talent. Hard work beats oh, yeah, talent with talent don't work hard. Don't work hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's definitely effort over talent with me. Cause if you putting in the shit, you can you can learn how to do anything mm-hmm. over time. If you putting in the work, you working out. Eventually, you gonna get in shape. Mm-hmm. But if you just get in shape and stop working out, eventually you gonna get back out of shape. You gonna get yep. So you can you can have all the talent in the world, but if you ain't putting effort in, nobody ever gonna see it. Nobody ever gonna know about it. Right. It don't matter at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, you know about like self limiting beliefs? Like I can't do this because I'm too short type shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? It's just, it's a lot of us, and I think that goes back to what we was talking about being things being, we look at things differently, but some of the self-limiting beliefs for some people like that, do you, do you feel, do you have some, I guess, self-limiting beliefs that in the, in the, in the beginning held you back? Nah, I, I think I'm pretty, I got some confidence within me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I really feel like I can do anything. Right. <laughs> like, where, where, where do you think that come from? Um, people's. Your, your I think it came from or? honestly, but like growing up, like I played sports growing up, I played football, basketball, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, and I always was good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like I, it was like always a practice, but I was like good for mm-hmm. real. You know what I'm saying? I never, I never sat on the bench in no mm-hmm. sport I ever played. I never sat on the bench. Mm-hmm. So like, I just been good and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, like even with this music shit, like, I ain't say I'm like the best of the best or none no, of that no, shit. Right, but right, right. even starting out, like I had like some. I ain't say I was the best. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good for real starting out. Mm-hmm. But as the overtime came, I got good, and that's how I just end with everything. So I had that in my mind. Like mm-hmm. anything I try, like put effort to, I'm gonna be good at it. So that's just me. But so what? What makes you feel comfortable in 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 a in a room? Or even in that room, that music room, or just around individuals that you may feel, like you said, you, you might not be the best, but what, what still makes you feel comfortable in those rooms with people? 
Um, like I said earlier, just knowing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what I can do. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to do what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to do no extra. I'm not going to try mm-hmm. to do no less. Right. I'm going to be me in any room I'm in. Right. Whether we, I'm in a room full of street niggas or I'm in a room full of businessmen. I'm just going to right, be myself. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's just being me. Right, right. Like, what? Just knowing myself, I mean, just knowing who exactly who I am, exactly what I can do, my abilities. I know my abilities. I know my mm-hmm. strengths. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play to my strengths mm-hmm. and away from my weaknesses. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. What do, what do, you, what do you think drives your, you want, first, do you, do, you, do you consider yourself a success? Um, I, I, and it don't have to be yeah, music. I, I, I feel as though I'm a success. Um. Cause I done came out here. I haven't been back to jail. Like you know, right. that's part of the that's statistics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Statistically, I shouldn't be sitting right here. You should be back, right? I should statistically, I shouldn't be right here since I should be dead. Right? Statistically, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, they say we don't make it past 18, and they say we don't make it to 21, and we don't make it to 25 or right. 28. So right, right. I feel like I'm successful in beating some beating some odds. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? Especially through certain shit that we have been through. So, what, what, what drives that? What, what drives you? I know you said some part is your family and helping them. Other than that, what, what drives you to want to be successful? Um, things that I seen growing up. Like my father had a Porsche, BMW. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My grandfather had a BMW. Mm-hmm. Always drove nice cars and shit. So seeing that growing up just makes me want better for myself mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like um yeah like i like nice shit so i i want to go back to i know you said you said your pops everybody they always drive a nice stuff so i know in the beginning you said you caught your we ain't really want to talk too much about it but you caught your charge trying to rob whatever so knowing that you had those things in front of you you had you had access to the nice things will make you still want to still do these I guess bad things to um, to get those things, even with your family still providing. So, so like, my father passed when I was ten. Okay. All right. So certain things like from then went downhill. It went down a little. Okay. Bit. You okay. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So you that got two sense. incomes in the home turning okay. to one income, take, taking care of everything. Right. So it go from I'm getting Jordans early. Okay. Da, 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 da. My foot was I'm wearing a five, so mom was able to get that when my father died. And then when I started wearing seven and a half, eight, nine, shit get expensive. That shit expensive. <laughs> Two hundred dollars a shoe, one eighty a shoe. Go from yep. getting shoes every other week to getting shoes once a month to getting right. da, 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 right, going right. down like that. You get what I'm saying? So, um, my my little mindset was I I, I like nice shit, bro. Right. So somehow I'm gonna keep that. Right. <laughs> you know nah, what I'm nah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Not, um, not at all. And then it just grew. Like just like over time as mm-hmm. I got older, I started doing more and more shit that was mm-hmm. negative. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. That resulted in getting some type of money, but that was the you know what I'm saying. So seeing it though, from the initial seeing it from, from the first ten years, like that shit can't stop now. You know right, what I'm nah, saying? Nah, like, nah, I'm hip. I'm hip. Uh, um, it's gonna be my last question. What what legacy do you want to um? I guess leave behind. What do you What do you want people to say about you? 
um, when this is all said and done, 30, 40, 50, whatever, mm-hmm. what you want your legacy, where you want, how you want to leave your legacy, and what you want people to um, say about you when it's all said and done? Um, see, I definitely would like to leave like my kids some businesses, um, some real estate, some houses and shit. I agree. Um. I want my fam- I want my kids. Like I don't really care what the outside say. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Mm-hmm. But my kids, I want them to see. Like now, my father was my father. Mm-hmm. Like he was dead. Like mm-hmm. he ain't miss too much. He ain't miss no. He, they play sports. He ain't miss a game. Right. He ain't this, that, and the third. Whenever I wanted something, he got me. Whenever I was going through something, he was right there. You know what I'm saying? I want my my family to be like, hey man, my brother, my son, mm-hmm. or my uncle was. This, that, and the third to me, he meant this, that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the rest of the world, man, he was a good man. Like, mm-hmm. he stood on what he believed. He stand for what he believed in. Um, mm-hmm. He going to fight for himself. He going to fight for his peoples. He had, he made a billion dollars. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, like, that's the goal. All that type of shit. You know what I'm that's saying? That's the goal. That's the goal. Like, he was respectful. He was all that, you know. Right. Right. Dope. So, I want to... um. I do, I want to thank you for for definitely allowing me to come into your space, interview you. Um, I appreciate it. Like I said, if you need anything, any other things done, holler at me. Let let me know. Um, and yeah, appreciate that. So please, please subscribe to uh, about that action TV. So, uh, follow me on Instagram. I am about that action. Let them know. Let them know where you at. You can follow me on Instagram, social, all social media platforms at Chink the Champ. I'm um, go subscribe to my YouTube, Chink the Champ. And it goes any streaming platforms is Chink the Champ. It's Google Chink the Champ, matter of fact. That's it. Let them let them get get got your new single out. Oh, my new single, Dame. It's out on all streaming platforms. Uh Handsome Hustle is The Handsome out. Hustle is out right now. That's a project I dropped in March. Um To My Youngest is out right now. I did it is out right now. Everything is on all streaming platforms. Title, Spotify, Apple, all that shit. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it again, good man. We're gonna do this again. Appreciate, Appreciate it. We all thank you. Take a four four way, not dunk it. Dunk. Street niggas, street money, my budget. My budget. Dame doll, I'ma give me a bucket. Ooh. Dame doll, I'ma give me a bucket. Case. No a meal on the way, I'm tryna rush it. Get a chain in the rollie and bust it. Big fifth, you know I'ma tuck it. Don't reach, I ain't going like nothing.